재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Since the UK's shocking decision to leave the European Union last month, financial authorities across the globe have been scrambling to brace themselves from the potential fallout with speculation going around that major central banks are on the verge of launching fresh stimulus measures to pump more liquidity into the rattled markets. Now, each country's central bank will have their own unique set of circumstances in terms of crafting their strategies. But to help us better understand what we can expect in the next few months, we're going to get your thoughts. Text us at pound 1013. For 51 or send us a cacao talk message if you have any uh, strong opinions on monetary policy. And we're also going to get the thoughts of our friend in the studio right now, our economics guru from Catholic University of Korea, Professor Yang Jun Suk. Professor Yang, thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here. Well, we're talking monetary policy once again. <laughs> we, th- we had that surprise, uh, surprise rate cut last month, the uh, interest rates at 1.25 here in Korea. Now, that was a surprise cut because you, you explained all yeah. those issues before with the U.S. Fed and, and all the movements and, 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 and all of that with the uh, inflation and, and, of course, household debt and all of that. But there is actually, I guess, a sense in some circles that perhaps the BOK needs to make another move. What do you think? Okay, well, uh, BOK right now is in constant pressure to have another move. It's partially because, well, the economy is still in a slowdown state. Uh, It's partially because the global economy is so uncertain right now. And partially, and perhaps this is the most important reason, both the executive branch and the legislative branch of the government has been dysfunctional for the last five, six years. So I think the uh, BOK is constantly under pressure to do something because they're practically the only one who can do something unilaterally. But if you look at the uh, last rate cut, then it really didn't have that much of a hit on the markets. If they believed that this uh, rate cut was going to do any good, then we would have seen it reflected in the stock market almost immediately. But we didn't see it. So I think the market itself is running out of faith in uh, monetary policy. Also, Uh, I think uh, it's getting harder to uh, get that kick uh, because, well, in a sense, I think Korea is pretty much at the uh, zero uh, lower bound or uh, even at the uh, zero lower bound right now. As I mentioned before, it didn't have that much effect in the markets earlier, stock markets earlier. And uh, other than having the... uh, uh, household debt rising again. I'm not sure if the uh, last cut did anything, though we would have to mm. wait until for about three to six months to see its effect on the real economy. So if I can put you on the spot, if you, I guess, on the record of what whether you advocate another 25 basis points decrease, I'm sensing that rather than a strong yes or no, there is more of an ambivalence as to is is it really going to accomplish much at the end of the day? We did it m- a month ago, so I think it's much too soon. Uh, we won't see the eff- uh, we won't see the actual effects until two or three months. Even though I'm somewhat doubtful that we're going to see a lot of effect. Uh, but if we're going to do one more, if we're going to do one more, uh, then I would do it after the uh, supplementary budget has been put in place and it's beginning to uh, be actually uh, the. Uh, but money from the budget is actually going into the economy.
Okay, so we, we want you want to gauge the effects of that and see how that actually... Well, I want to have it hit both at once. Mm. I don't want to have one going in because I think, at least in my opinion and what I've seen so far, the last bullet that we shot was pretty much wasted. Okay, so that was kind of a wasted opportunity, and we're not going to get that one back, but we're running out of room now, right. as you're saying. We're so almost- we may have one, uh, we may have two bullets if we're very lucky and U.S. doesn't raise its rates until next year. Okay, so... Let me get your thoughts then if we just kind of sh- slightly shift away from the monetary policy. That supplementary budget, the 10 trillion won, um, the fiscal stimulus measures in terms of uh, it seems like you're a little bit more bullish as to the positive effects of, of that in terms of how it's going to help the economy as it stands right well, now? Well, unlike the monetary policy, if you think about the monetary policy, all it's being basically doing is reducing the interest rate. So anybody who wants to borrow uh, can borrow more to invest or consume or whatever. So it's very non-discriminatory policy. On the other hand, fiscal policy, the reason that it's both better and worse is that you can target it. And the... Uh, the technical details are going to be very important. Where are we going to use this from? Now, I tend to think that fiscal policy will be more effective because it can be targeted into certain areas. But if we dump it all in shipbuilding? Uh, not probably not going to help. Uh, remember, we dumped $4, four trillion won into uh, to just one shipbuilding company last year. So uh, so 10, 10 trillion won might not do anything unless we use it very, very carefully. Uh, but... Uh, well, if we target it right, then I, and because the interest rate is so low, because we're pretty close to zero uh, rate bound, uh, zero uh, lower bound, uh, at least theoretically, it could have a bigger effect than fiscal policies usually do. One of the things that other macroeconomists uh, worry about a lot is that compared to the United States, the uh, fiscal the policy effect of fiscal policy for Korea is actually fairly low. Mm. That's why a lot of uh, macroeconomists don't really like to use fiscal policy as much as monetary policy, but I think right now we don't have a choice. Yeah, it, it really does seem like then um, the government's hands are pretty tied. You can cut rates, but as you're saying, if you see the track record, it didn't really have the effect. You can have the fiscal policy, but again, targeting is going to be an issue. And I don't, it feels like you're not super confident that they're going to target it in the right ways. Well, uh, if you look, take a look at, say, the United States, they use the uh, fiscal policy. I wouldn't. It's not quite targeting because that's how the system was built in the first place. But they use things on things like uh, unemployment insurance, and that did its effect to keep the uh, consumption up. Basically, putting money in people's pockets, right? right? Uh, whereas Japan, well, they had a uh, loadful of uh, expansion in fiscal policy uh, in the late 1990s and early 2000s, and that did nothing to pick up the economy. Uh, so, it, uh, so right now, it seems that it's really important to see uh, that that fund is used very. Uh, Effectively, and uh, not only the uh, executive branch, but the uh, legislative branch is also going to have a hand in that. Mm. And given all the uh, political dysfunction that we've had lately, I'm worried. <laughs> right now, what about then? I we're talking about rate setting. We're talking about um, supplementary budgets. Uh, any other tools in the box? What about revisiting? And you mentioned Japan, but maybe going a little bit more full bore and talk about actual quantitative easing measures. It was proposed by the ruling Senate Party. I know that you're saying it's uh, it's a bit dysfunctional right now, or just the, the idea that 
I, I know that the now you look at the results and you probably don't see that as a benchmark, but like Abenomics and just really kind of going out. But the won is, of course, a very different currency than the yen, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're. Uh, I'm. I'm almost sorry for. Uh, Prime Minister Abe, because he's done so much to try to get the value of the yen down, and it's not working. <laughs> uh, and every time there's a global crisis somewhere, uh, the yen's value goes up. It's uh, every time that yeah. Abe thinks it's almost succeeded, there's a crisis in Europe or a crisis in the United States which bumps up the uh, value of the yen. So you almost feel sorry for him. Uh, Korea doesn't exactly work the same way. Obviously, whenever we have a uh, international crisis, people try to put their money out of one and into things. Things like yen and dollars. So every time there is a uh, international crisis, until it blows over, the yen, uh, uh, sorry, the Korean won uh, depreciates. The value goes down, and then uh, just about the time when everybody thinks, okay, the value of the won is lower, so maybe we'll have some uh, more competitiveness in the export market. Uh, the international crisis is over, and the yen appreciates again. So all we get basically is a whole lot of volatility. And that really then kind of seems to indicate that there really is not a lot you can do if you are a government policymaker, whether you're a central banker, whether you're uh, a finance ministry official. You're, you're really kind of. Are there any other options out there right now? Okay, that's why I'm. Uh, I, that's why I'm looking for uh, toward this uh, fiscal policy a bit more than uh, I usually do, uh, because virtually all of our other tools are shot at least for short term, uh, short run effect. Long run, uh, we can try to become more competitive. We can do a lot of regulatory reform. We can do a lot of research and development, but those all require a lot of time to pay off. We're talking about years, not mm. months, and the only tool that can work within months is monetary policy and fiscal policy, but we talked about monetary policy earlier. The uh, strength of it seems to have run out. So fiscal policy basically is all we have left. All right. Well, we're going to continue this discussion. Uh, Obviously, we're going to try to look at what the other central banks around the world are trying to do. They're, of course, uh, facing some of the same concerns as to the effectiveness of their policies. But uh, we'll get the uh, views of an economist from the UK on that. Give us your thoughts as well. We'll take a short break. We'll be back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Primetime.